Alrighty guys, what is going on and welcome back to the Eric Roberts Fitness Podcast. I know it's been a little while that I normally do to put out a podcast. Um, I don't know why I just said out. Put out a podcast and um, yeah, I apologize about that. I've been very versed in just just my business, just training, just coaching people, training people. I had a 90-day fat loss challenge that dropped and such an incredible turnout for that. That was very... That was very, very humbling, and, and, and I'm very grateful for all the 60-plus people who signed up for that. Like, that really – that kind of opened my eyes to kind of what's going on here and, and the potential impact I can continue to make because, I mean, to be very honest, like eight weeks ago, none of none of what I was doing now would be possible at all whatsoever. Like, I got on TikTok eight weeks ago, give or take about eight weeks ago, and now I – I think I either just hit 30,000 followers or I have like 29.5, something like that. I'm not sure. Um, but needless to say, like none of this would have been possible eight weeks ago. And it just goes to show you that, and this is a, a parallel into fitness, but you can do a lot in eight weeks. If you just <laughs> if you just really give your all to something, I mean, I'm posting three times a day on TikTok. I'm still posting two times a day on Instagram. I'm still trying to do these podcasts. I'm trying to do, you know, obviously I'm still coaching people, running a business and I just really am grateful for the spot I'm at in my life because, again, like eight weeks ago, if I would have said, you know, 60 people were going to sign up for a 90-day fat loss challenge I would have done eight weeks ago, there there probably would have been maybe five people max who would have signed up for a 90-day fat loss challenge eight weeks ago. So, like, it's just – it's very humbling. It's It's incredible to see, and it just goes to show me, like, continuously that – you know, and this again is parallel fitness. If you put in the work, you are going to get the result you desire. And that is something that I've always drawn back to when it comes to fitness. It was what I was drawn to fitness in the beginning with because I might have said this one or two times, but you know, growing up, having having your friends have a lot of money and be able to, you know, use their parents' credit card to buy food and all this and that. Not that it's a bad thing, but I didn't have that. So to me, the one thing I always had was I could control my fitness. I could go in the gym and I could work out and I could eat right and I could get the body I wanted on me. That, that was always on me. And this is, again, it's just, a, it keeps coming back to the same thing. Like that, that taught me this, this process for life is like, I just, if you put the work in, you are going to get the result you desire. It's not going to be instant. It's not going to be easy. It's not going to be something everybody gets or does because not everybody wants to put in the effort, put in the work, put in the dedication. Like that's why our obesity rate is the highest it's ever been. Like it's not easy to have a good body. It's not easy to, you know, do things that are mostly worthwhile. But if you are one of those people who puts in the effort and puts in the work, you are going to see your result, your, your desired result. That's just the bottom line. So that's enough of me ranting. But I do want to say thank you to everybody who. If you join the challenge or if you just listen to the podcast or if you just follow me on TikTok or Instagram or whatever it is, I really, really appreciate you. So um, diving into what the topic is today, and I, I'm doing this podcast because I just got the phone with somebody who who is going to sign up for coaching with me, one-on-one coaching with me, and we had a really, really good conversation about over-restrictive diets. And I have a form that you fill out when you want to you know, do one-on-one coaching with me and you know, it's it's like, have you tried X, Y, and Z diet? Have you tried keto? Have you tried fasting? If you have, you know, what's what's been the problem or what what has happened with those diets? And she wrote that I have a really hard time sticking to an over restrictive diet for a long period of time. And immediately when I saw that, I was like, well, yeah, every single person in the entire world would have a problem with that. But 
the 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 thing I've seen more and more as I start to work with more and more people is like that's that's so common amongst the average dieter, the average person who just wants to lose weight. Like they don't understand how you can still eat a burger and still lose weight. They don't understand how you do not have to go on such an over restrictive process to lose weight. Like that's not what this is not the 1920s anymore. Like this is we we have plenty of better ways than to do that. And we're going to dive into everything today, but what do I mean by over restrictive diet? I mean like if you are cutting out an entire food group. If you are cutting out your favorite foods because you think you can't have them in order to lose weight. Like if you love cheeseburgers, but you are cutting them out completely because you think you have to, to lose weight. It's never is never going to work. It is never going to work. Let me make that very clear. Because, or if you're if you're only drinking smoothies or only drinking detoxes, or if you're having a plant based diet for 21 days and you're not you you know anything you know damn well you're not going to follow every single day for the rest of your life. And it's nothing against plant based diets, but like I'm just I'm just saying facts, right? But because here's the thing: if what you are doing to get the results is unsustainable. The results you see from that process are going to be unsustainable as well. So if you are doing keto and you are dropping 20 pounds a month, but you know eventually you're going to go back to eating carbs, whatever results, whatever weight loss you do see is going to come right back because what you are doing to get the results is not sustainable. So the progress you see is not going to be sustainable as well, right? It's it's the same thing. If you if you lose weight because you want to go to the beach in three weeks and, and, and you cut out all your favorite foods, cool. When you get back from the beach, you are going to be heavier. You are going to weigh more. You are going to have a worse relationship with food. And, I mean, you are really just going to send yourself down a bad path. And I do not want you to do that. I don't want you to lose I don't give a shit if you lose 30 pounds in a month. I don't care if you lose 21 pounds in 21 days. Like that is the most irrelevant thing in this world. And people go on this like, oh, it's not healthy. It's not It's not healthy because you can't sustain that. That's why it's not healthy. You you cannot keep up the, the, the like for example, the, the lady on the phone told me, she was very frustrated because she lost she only lost 15 pounds in 6 weeks and that just made me like i like those are the things that and again i don't know where this comes from it must be obviously society it must be all those kind of things but getting to a point where you understand that this is why this is why your weight you can't this is why you lose and gain the same 20 pounds over and over and over again because you keep trying to do something that is vastly and wildly unsustainable to get some progress. And you do see progress short term. You'll lose 10 pounds in three weeks or whatever it is. But you never sustain it. You never keep it up. You you never, ever are able to keep that weight off. And there's just so many things that, that go down with this. But just first and foremost, it people normally try to do this to quote-unquote kickstart their weight loss. And if I haven't made this clear enough yet... If what you are doing to see the results is unsustainable, the results are going to be unsustainable. So if you are doing something to kickstart you and, and make you lose a lot of weight very quickly so you think then, then you'll be able to keep it off, when has that ever worked for you? 
when when has that ever worked for you when when has ever you only doing smoothies for smoothies for seven days and then you'll just all of a sudden you'll just fucking like euphoria change every single thing about you and then eat healthy after those seven days because you lost eight pounds when when has that ever been the case it's not because Everything you are doing is not teaching you anything. You are not learning or gaining any new habits. You are just continuously chasing that number on the scale to go down as fast as it possibly can. And I guarantee and promise you, the more you do that, the worse off you are going to be. Because it, it you'll not only gain the weight back, you'll gain the weight back and then some. And you'll lose 20 pounds again, and you'll gain the weight back and then some. So now you're, now you're 10 pounds over than what you normally are. So you've lost 20, but then gained back 30. And this process happens over and over and over again until you're 250, 300 pounds. And then you, you get to a point where you're like, what the, you know what? Like, it, what, what am I doing here? But during this whole time, you've never learned anything about food. You've never learned anything about portion control. You've never learned anything about how what you eat is less important than how much you eat. You've never learned that because all you're learning is let me lose weight as quick as I possibly can. So, which leads to vastly unsustainable methods and progress. Like you are not going to be able to keep that up, right? So not only that, and this is kind of diving into the next point, it – it teaches you nothing long term, but it the one thing it does quote unquote teach you is it, it teaches you you can't do something. Like it teaches you that yeah, you can lose the weight, but you never are able to keep it off. So now in your head you're like, Well, I can lose the weight, but I can't keep it off. So what's the point? Like why 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 would I keep trying to do these diets if I know that I can't keep the weight off? So what's the point of me trying altogether then if I know that it's not gonna stay off? What why 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 even try? And I I have a whole different podcast on this i'm pretty sure about self-efficacy it's just the self-efficacy is the belief in yourself that you can do something and the more you do these unsustainable diets the more you do these crash diets the more you do these fad diets the more you do that the more you think in your head you the 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 less self-efficacy you have the more you think you can't do something and my question to you is why would you keep setting yourself up for that why would you keep setting yourself up to believe that you can't do something because you are trying to lose the weight as quick as you possibly can? What? Why? I, I, and again, this, this is where, yes, it's about nutrition. Yes, it's about workouts. But it's more about the psychology behind all of this because if you are not there mentally, you got no shot. Like you, you don't have a shot because if you think you can't do something, you are not going to put in the effort it takes and the effort that is required of you and the patience that is required of you to see long-term sustainable sustainable progress. Because you think in your head, like, well, I, it's not possible anyway, so why even try? So then you try for a week or two and you're like, eh, this takes too long. I don't want to do this anymore. Oh, this takes too much time. And you quit. You quit because you think that you can't do it because, well, I have never done it before, so what makes me think I can do it now? I'm here to tell you, you can do it now. And you can do it by being patient. You can do it by avoiding uh, avoiding impulsive decisions. I, I'm not a big, like, religion guy, but, like, all the stuff I've heard is, like, the stuff in the Bible, for example, is, like, hey, if you continuously make emotional, impulsive decisions, that is going to lead you down a very bad path. And that makes sense, right? Like, 
for example, sex. Like if, if that was your one thing, like probably not a lot of marriages would be lasting in anywhere in the world because that is an impulsive decision. That That's an impulsive, like impulsive short-term pleasure. Let's put it like that. And, and that's exactly what you're doing with your diet. You're chasing this short-term impulsive pleasure of you losing weight as fast as you possibly can. Same thing with alcohol. That's a short-term impulsive pleasure. Same thing with binge eating, for example. Like, And that's a whole different story, a whole different podcast, a whole different topic. But it's the same thing. Like, You're, you're making an emotional impulsive decision rather than taking a long-term logical view of things. It's the same thing with like trying to make a quick buck. Like... If you're in any business trying to make a quick dollar, you may make that quick dollar. You're going to lose that quick dollar and you're going to lose all your credibility. You're going to lose – you're not learning anything about business. You're just making a quick dollar. And it's the same thing here. You are not learning anything about nutrition. You are just trying to make a quick dollar. You're trying to, you're trying to lose a quick pound. And it's just simply never going to play out well for you because the, the, more, the more you can separate your – emotional response from your logical response the more you can separate those two things the better path you are going to be pushed down because the more you can take yourself outside of a moment and say okay this is how i'm feeling i'm feeling pissed off because i'm not losing weight fast enough i'm feeling like okay perfect one for example you're feeling frustrated you're not losing weight fast enough like the lady who told me she was upset she lost 15 pounds in six weeks i then literally asked her i said what what do you think is a good rate of what, – what do you think is considered a good rate of weight loss progress? I just asked her that question. She said, well, I've heard two pounds per week, which, by the way, two pounds per week is like on the very, very, very high end. So normally it's like between a half a pound to a pound and a half per week of weight loss progress is considered amazing. So she said two pounds per week. And I said, okay, so are you saying that 15 pounds in six weeks is still not good? And then she And then she literally said – well, when you put it like that, yeah, it's good. And that's what I want you to start to think about because me framing that question and her saying that and then her saying, okay, well, yeah, I guess it is actually pretty good when you think about it like that. She went from being emotional, frustrated, upset that she only lost 15 pounds in six weeks to then me asking her a logical, factual question, which was, how much is considered good progress? And she said she said what was good progress. And then she said logically, okay, well, I guess, yeah, when you logically put it like that, it makes sense that that is considered actually good progress. So that's a, that's a just a short, great example of you need to be able to work through this, this emotional response you're having versus the logical response. It's the same thing with – excuse me. It's the same thing with stepping on a scale, right? Like if you step on the scale – the morning after you had a bunch of sodium, you're going to weigh more. That just is what it is. If, if you step on the scale before you use the restroom, you're going to weigh more. It is what it is, right? But here's the thing. Again, if you can work on separating the emotional response you get from the scale spiking up to from, I hate this, this is stupid, this is frustrating, I'm doing something wrong, I'm freaking out, to, okay, why? Why did the scale go up? First and foremost, the scale is going to fluctuate regardless, so it is what it is. And again, if you know that, if you track your data, aka your weight every single day, you would know that. But on top of that, okay, I had sodium. Okay, I had X, Y, and Z. Okay, I got to use a restroom. Whatever it is, you can start to file your thoughts into a more logical, a more logical, less emotional space. And the more you can do that, the better it will lead to long-term consistency and long-term sustainability because... Like that lady said, she was upset she only lost 15 pounds in six weeks, so she she just went off her diet. She's like, screw this. This isn't working. 
if somebody would have been there or if she would have had the the coaching, the whatever, training, whatever you want to call it, to be like, okay, this is actually amazing progress. I'm doing everything right. She probably would have kept going and she probably would have learned that, okay, yeah, this is good progress and I can, I can make this sustainable. So that being said, separate your emotional and logical response. What to do to go about fixing, fixing the quote unquote over-restrictive diets. Like first and foremost, we already talked about it, but just starting to fix the way you think, think your thoughts, if you want to put it like that, the, the way you frame your thinking. Like I said, separating those those two things and just realizing that it is not going to go as fast as you want. It's it's not you're not going to lose ten pounds a month. You are not going. If you have been eating and and losing and gaining the same twenty pounds for twenty years, what on this planet Earth makes you think that you are going to fix everything in a month or two months or three months? It makes Logically, again, logically, that makes no sense. And whenever I ask people that, they're like, well, yeah, I mean, I've been doing this for the last 20 years. And then I'm like, okay, so what makes you think that you're going to all of a sudden change everything in the next three months? And they're like, oh, yeah, okay. And it's just like, again, starting to reframe that that mindset is really what you want to start to do. And, and again, this is where a coaching program comes into play. This is where people having you accountable, whatever it is, right? But you gotta, you gotta work on that because I always say, and I firmly believe, if your mental fitness is not there, the physical fitness is just simply not going to follow. Like if you're not in the right space mentally, everything you do physically is simply not going to be there. So um, the the next thing I would say is, and again, this these two are kind of intertwined, so I'll go into the next two. Work. You have to work on keeping in your favorite foods while you're quote unquote dieting. Because that will actually teach you something. <laughs> like you cutting out all your favorite foods, you cutting out all carbs, you doing all these unsustainable things. Like I said earlier, it teaches you nothing. But if you can still find a way to keep in your favorite foods, find a way to still have foods you enjoy, find a way. And again, I said earlier too, how much you eat is more important than what you eat when it comes to weight loss. Okay, so if you can find a way to still have quote unquote one cheat meal or, or, or I don't even want to call it a cheat meal because if you're doing the correct and unre- not restrictive diet, you don't need a cheat meal. But either way, like working in foods you enjoy, working in burgers, working in alcohol, whatever it is in moderation. I'm not sitting here saying you can go literally eat five guys and, and wine every single night and lose weight. I mean, if you're in a calorie deficit, you could, but like normally you're not going to be in a calorie deficit if you do those two things. So, but what I'm saying is moderation and, and finding a way to work in your favorite foods while quote unquote dieting will lead you to just have that diet for the rest of your life because you'll be able to sustain that diet because inevitably you are going to want to have your favorite foods at some point. Like that is just the bottom line, right? So if you can do that while you lose the weight, when you lose the weight, you will be able to keep the weight off because everything you're doing you can still do when you're 50 pounds lighter. You can still do when you're 40 pounds, whatever it is, right? Like you can still do the same exact things that you're doing because the methods you use to get the results, i.e. keeping in your favorite foods, not going over restrictive, you can sustain that for the rest of your life. So when you do lose the weight this time, the results are going to be sustainable as opposed to when you're doing something you cannot sustain and the results are not sustainable. And this just goes to the next point. And I I cannot emphasize this enough, and I know I'm going to get like backlash, not backlash, but I get pushback. 
please, for the love of God, I'm begging you, count your calories legit, fully legit for 30 days straight. Fully legit, weigh everything out, go go all in. And, and people, they push back because they're like, oh, that's so obsessive. Oh, I don't have time for that. Oh, that's so unbalanced. Why would you tell people to do that? Cool. You know what? Like my life isn't very balanced right now. Like I, I, I started a business. I'm doing a 90-day challenge. Like I want to build a very, very successful business. So you know what? I have to put in more hours than an average nine-to-five job. And first of all, I'm totally okay with that because I just love what I do. But like there's going to be periods of your time where you're unbalanced. If you if you just have a kid, your your life is probably a bit unbalanced during that time because you're devoting so much time and effort to your newborn child who needs their parents for them to survive. That's unbalanced. So is that a bad thing? Just because you're unbalanced, does that mean it's a bad thing? No, it's a good thing. You're you're putting in the groundwork up front to to get your get your newborn child healthy and safe and eating food and whatever I don't have kids so I have no clue but whatever newborn childs do you're laying the groundwork to begin with to set them up for the rest of their life and that's I assume it's all of parenting obviously right but that's all it is you're you're laying the groundwork that's a bit unbalanced that doesn't mean it's bad sometimes to find balance you have to go through periods of unbalance because right now with your nutrition you're unbalanced if you're 100 pounds overweight, 50 pounds overweight, you're not balanced with your nutrition. So why would you come to me saying, oh, I don't want to count calories for 30 days straight because that's that's too much. Cool, but right now you're doing too much in the other direction too. And that's why you've gotten to where you're at in your life currently. So coming at me saying that's too unbalanced and it takes too much time, cool, but sometimes you have to – first of all, you're already in an imbalance. So it, it, either way, it's just a different side of the spectrum. But – Sometimes you have to go through periods of unbalance to find balance. And you counting your calories for 30 days straight is going to teach you so much about food. You, you will lay the groundwork to then have that knowledge for the rest of your life. And this is how, again, you start to learn nutrition. You start to learn portion control. You start to learn that, okay, I can still work in my favorite foods and still lose weight. All these things come to fruition. Because you put in the 30-day effort of tracking calories legit for 30 days straight to then be able to, whether it is after 30 days or 60 days or 90 days, whatever it may be, you can then have quote-unquote balance because you found out that, okay, as long as I stay in my calorie deficit, I will lose weight. So you can still have a piece of a piece of pizza. You can still have your drinks here and there and still lose weight because you went through a period of being unbalanced to weigh all your foods, to track every single thing you put in your mouth. You put the, the groundwork in up front to set yourself up for the rest of your life to be able to not only get results, but sustain results because you're, you're, you're doing those things to lay the groundwork and then be able to continue them for the rest of your life. And that's, if you've heard quote unquote intuitive eating and like all the fitness instagram bikini models talk about intuitive eating but like that's how you start to like do that right it's like you you count your calories you learn about food and then after that you you'll be able to quote unquote intuitive eat like right now i'm i'm in a i'm in a bulking phase i want to gain weight and i i don't track my calories 100 percent. i have a good idea because i i did about a couple weeks straight just to make sure but like i pretty much know how many calories i'm eating right now but that's only because i tracked my calories every day for three years straight that's the only way. That's the only way I know that, right? Like I would, I would not know unless I put in the groundwork. So, different topic for a different day. But um, guys, yeah, that's that's my thoughts on, and it's my my thoughts and the the issues on over restrictive dieting because 
I'm just going to leave you with this. If you if what you're doing to get the results is unsustainable, the results you see are going to be unsustainable as well. So thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you. Sorry for the delay in podcasts. If you've been looking for a new one, hope this was a good one. If you have a concern, if you have a question, if you have a comment, feel free to leave it in the podcast um, podcast comments here on iTunes. That would, I would appreciate that. Or just shoot me an email or a DM or, or whatever it is. Reach out to me. Take a picture of the episode. Post it on Instagram and or post it on TikTok. Whatever you want to do. I, I would love to see who's listening that way. I can thank you. I can interact with you. And uh, yeah, we can chat. So thank you guys so much. And we will talk soon.